Welcome to the Pink Money Podcast. Your love give me such a thrill, but your love don't pay my bills. I need With your host, Jerry Williams. The podcast that's all about money from a gay perspective. Hey everybody, and this is Jerry, and this is a brand new episode that we're going to record here today for you, and I've got a special guest that's going to be joining us today. His name is Greg Blake, and Greg is a certified financial planner, and he's been doing this for quite some time, and I've known Greg for a long time as well. He's a fantastic financial advisor, and I've always learned a lot you know, working with him and listening to him. So I think he's going to have some terrific insight for us, and I'm really excited to have him with us today. Um, unfortunately, due to the coronavirus, I don't have Greg in the studio, so I can't look at his handsome face. But I do have him on the phone, and we're going to go ahead and bring Greg on. Hey, Greg. Hey, thanks, Jerry. Oh, it's so really, good to talk to you again. Absolutely. I'm so glad to have yeah. you uh, with us. And since this is still you know, early on in this podcast, who knows what can happen during this podcast, but I'm really excited, like I said, to have you. And I think there's going to be a lot of questions that you're going to help answer for a lot of people. And really to kick things off, like I said, um, you're a certified financial planner and you've been doing this for a long time. Tell me a little bit about the range of people that you've helped during the time that you've been an advisor. No, sure. That's a, no, no that's a, that's a great question. So I, you know, since I've been in the business, I've been doing this for about 20 years. You and I met back in gosh, 2008, Probably. I want to say. Yeah. So yeah. it's been a dozen years that, that we've we've been together. You know, I help, you know, I served in the military. Mm-hmm. So I, I really enjoy helping military folks. Mm-hmm. I enjoy helping elderly folks because, quite frankly, they seem to get taken advantage of a lot. And then I've worked with a range of folks. There's a number of of clients that I've worked with in the, you know, in the, I'm going to get the acronym wrong. I'm a straight man, but I have complete sympathy because I have family members who are part of this, the LBGT, you help me out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when it I, changes all the time. When I say it. Yeah. The LBGTQ plus, that's time, where it is today, but, but you know, yeah, that could change. Yeah, yeah. So there's a plus now on the end of it. All right. So, all right. <laughs> Very so inclusive. The, the point being is I, I've worked with a lot of folks from all walks of, of life, but I do have an affinity for the military, for the people less given the opportunity to work with somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think that part of society is, is they don't, They're you, underserved. Know, you, you got underserved. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm struck I'm a professional. I'm supposed to speak and sell, you You're know, doing good. You're doing good. And I know it's a little, I know exactly what to say, but the <laughs> point is, is that, Underserved, yes, underserved. You know, so I just because I am going through my own issues right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very sick from a health standpoint, and I feel like I'm underserved. I feel like the legal system is not doing justice for me, and I'm being cast out. I'm mm-hmm. 50 years old, and and I feel like I'm being cast out to die. And anyone who feels that age, whether you're 20 or whether you're 50 or whether you're 70 is it's wrong. It's just, just, there's something fundamentally wrong about it. So I really appreciate what you're doing just to, just to have a voice and, and talk and support the issues. Well, I think a lot of people feel, like I said, underserved and it could be for a wide variety of reasons. They 
feel that they don't identify with the people that they think that they would ordinarily speak to. Like, you know, if the financial advice they typically hear on the radio doesn't really resonate them because it's either highly Christian or it feels so judgmental, or again, if it's somebody that they just feel like it's going to put them down versus help them, then certainly they're going to turn away from that advice. And that's what this real, this podcast is really all about. It's saying, Hey, you can be however you want to be. You can identify however you want to be, and you can have your issues dealt with from a professional. I have, yeah. like you said, we've been doing this for 20 years. I have a master's degree in financial planning yeah. and yeah. all that being said, that's not going to help anybody, all the credentials of the world, if you really feel like this person doesn't have your best interests at heart. And just like you said, if it's the military or elderly people or anybody from whatever stripe of life, there are financial advisors out there to help them. And just like you said as well, well we all have our individual struggles, you know, health and otherwise. And that's okay. Because if you're struggling, let's say, as a transgendered person and you're just figuring that out or you haven't yet come out of the closet to anybody yet – those are very personal issues and those have to be dealt with just like your financial well-being that can't be totally ignored either, but all of it works right. you know, in concert together. Well, you know what, Jerry, here's a funny story. Well, it's funny to me, but when we first met back in 2008, mm-hmm. you know, we were both working at, well, are we allowed to say the company name USAA? I mean, whatever yeah, sure. it is what it is. I really, respected you, you know, as an advisor. And yes, I was this guy who's relatively recently coming out of the military and all that stuff. But right. I, it wasn't until you left USAA that somebody said, you know, Jerry's gay, right? I'm like, what? Like, it just didn't register because I didn't treat you any differently than I would no. anybody else. Never. But I'm telling you, and, and this is, I'm not exaggerating about this. October, 15 months ago or whatever it was when I just surprisingly ran into you and Dalton at the whiskey festival. Yeah. The distillery, right. That just warmed (laughs) my, I mean, I mean, I just reached out and grabbed you and hugged you. That just just warmed my heart. That was an incredible moment. And even though, you know, Oh yeah, this, here's this military guy and there's this, uh, you know, but that never bothered. It has never bothered me. Yeah, and I don't think it really should bother um, Have anybody, I so had experiences? Have I had experiences in, in, in the other side of the field? Yes. And I'm not going to call it out on air, but you you were well aware of it. But the point is, is that it doesn't change the fact that you deserve the respect. You deserve the confidence and the support to be able to live the close as normal life as everyone else is been afforded in this country and the you know, fact that mm-hmm. you're different doesn't make it wrong no and i and i that that kills me and, and i hate that so and i think when you are you know as a financial advisor i know when i've helped people to me when it when i've helped them the most is when i get the most from them meaning they are able to tell me a lot about their circumstances and about the situation that they find themselves in And that's helpful to me because I can always tailor then my advice based on, yes, these are some good, solid, you know, financial planning principles that, you know, really are universal, 
But given your unique circumstances, again, I may tailor my information to you in a certain way and help you achieve that goal because it could be just something that is different than anybody else's circumstances. And we just have to be aware of that. So the more freedom you feel in speaking with an advisor, just like your doctor, right? You want somebody you can be perfectly honest with and be able to be as comfortable as possible in a judgment-free zone. And that's tremendously important. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I tell you, the more that people share with me, the better I'm going to be able to help them. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, they say, well, I'm having financial problems. Okay. How am I going to give a, a reasonable, detailed financial plan based upon that, as opposed to saying, I make this much money, I spend this much money, you know, I have these issues going on. I have this amount in, in, in a 401k or old IRAs that you can roll over and we could, I mean, there is a huge difference. And so as hard as it hurts, and I know, and, and, and quite frankly, because listen, as a financial advisor, I've had to go to a financial advisor and open up the kimono, open up open up the kimono, right? I'm standing naked, right? In front of the emperor, just like, all right, these are my issues, you know? And, but if the people don't know what you have going on, they're not going to be able to help you. So that's the part you have to expose yourself with the fear of being hurt, but knowing that the possibility is that you're going to be helped. And it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's a hard thing to do. I listen, I, I eat my own cooking. Yeah. Okay. I I've had to do this and it, it's not comfortable. Well, like some know? of the most and, difficult times in your life, like let's say, and you know, this from firsthand experience, I hope I'm not, you know, opening up a Pandora's box here for you no, telling no, saying no, no, something no. You, I shouldn't be. But when you go through a divorce, you know, that's very, very difficult emotionally and financially. And someone's yeah. probably going to be on the losing end of the stick. And that has far reaching implications that are going to have to be dealt with. And there's tax situations that need to be reviewed, retirement plans yep. that need to be adjusted. You have to look at your whole estate planning that needs to be reconfigured. And your day to day living, your budget, all that has to be really all thought out all over again because your circumstances are going to be flipped upside down. Yeah. No, Jerry, you nailed it. I mean, listen, yes. You know, I was married 25 years to a woman and quite frankly, the last four years of it was pretty co it, it basically it was just coexisting, you know, together. Mm-hmm. It took four years to get through the court system. So it got finalized about two years ago after 27 years of being together with a woman and it was not pretty. And, uh, you know, she never worked outside the home because she didn't have to because I provided. But I, I'm, I'm paying for that. But the point is, is that I, you know, now I'm, you know, I'm sick. I know I've shared this with you, but I certainly I haven't shared it with the audience. I lost my pancreas two and a half years ago. So I became a type two or, or I went from a type two to a type one diabetic, insulin dependent diabetic. I was in the hospital. I was in the ICU. 15 months ago, I was in the critical ICU. I was in a coma for 17 days Yeah, because my liver has started to fail in addition to the fact that my pancreas is gone. 
I've been in the ICU five times in the past 15 months. Yeah, so super scary. I'm 50 years old, but I'm dying. And I accept that. I have to go to court tomorrow because I've not been able to work. Because, you know, mostly as a certified financial planner and the things that we do, mostly that's on commission-related jobs. Mm-hmm. So I've not been able to work. So I have fallen behind on my child support and my ex-wife is taking me to court to put me in jail because I'm behind on my child support. That's what I'm facing tomorrow. Tomorrow. Well, I feel for you, Greg, you know, and I'm really hoping that that doesn't happen. You know, I know that some things are out of your control, but I also really feel that given the... There's just something fundamentally wrong. You know, I have a disability. You know what I mean? I get treated differently. I have people look at me when I give myself insulin shots in a restaurant when I eat out because I have to do that in order to live. Mm -hmm. So when it comes from the sense, the community that we're talking to right now, being looked at, being judged, being viewed, and being, I feel that. It's just a different angle. That's all. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, it's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah, being ostracized and cut out and viewed as different is something that, you know, people in the LGBT world have a lot of familiarity with. And it's a struggle every day. I know plenty of people who, yeah. you know, I've had an ex-boyfriend and a um, one of my best friend, both of them actually committed suicide because of their circumstances. And a lot of it had to do with their financial circumstances that things got turned upside down. One was married and things just didn't turn out for them the way that they had hoped. And I'm not saying that's exactly what caused it. Cause quite frankly, I don't really know. All I can say is that the end result wasn't good and both of them are not walking on the earth today. So, well, Jerry, listen, I think you have a wonderful platform here. I'm glad to be part of it. I'm part of it in a very, in, in a different way. I mean, I, I, I am sick and ostracized by society and by, by life, you know, but. Well, I don't think it's kind of think, the right for you, my friend. I just don't. I just really feel that. Well, I hope so. You know what? Like I said, if, if <laughs> court's 830 in the morning tomorrow, if you. If I'm talking to you at 8.30 tomorrow night, then you know that everything turned out okay. But, you know, potentially looking to go away. And when, I, when I'm looking to go away, they're not prepared. They are not properly set up for me. So, I mean, uh, that my, my fear is I'm, I'm going to walk in, but I'm going to go out feet first. I mean, or I'm going to spend half my time in a hospital setting. So, mm-hmm. I'm sick. I mean, I have no pancreas. My liver is gone. I'm a type 1 diabetic. And you're just going to put me in general population with people coming in and coming out. What I'm going to be exposed to, I have a 20 times chance higher likely to die than anyone, than a normal individual. So am I worried? Yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm scared. And reach out to your friends, the community. I am humble enough to ask for prayers. Oh, Definitely, you're whatever that looks like for for for, sure. for, for, for people. Because mm-hmm. I'm scared. 
I'm scared about what's going to happen tomorrow and what's going to happen in the next couple of months. If they, they, you know, they put me away for back child support. I'm not a violent criminal. It's child support. It's child support based upon the facts that I couldn't work, that I couldn't present because of some statute and some screwed ass rule from 1878 that says I wasn't allowed to present my information. So all the judge sees the fact that oh, this is a deadbeat guy who hasn't paid his child support in 17 months with no idea about why it really happened. And so the feeling, and I say this to you, Jerry, you know, the feeling of being ostracized, the feeling of being not heard, the feeling of not having a voice, the feeling of you aren't recognized for the truth and the value of the worthiness of an individual that you are, I feel it. It's just different, you know? Yeah. And I know, I know you, the community deals with that on a daily basis, but you know, I deal with it too. It's just, it's just different, but, but at least we can have, we can empathize with each other. Mm-hmm. The fact that we can relate that right. it's the same. Right. Absolutely. That's all. I hear you. I'm sorry. You know, I, I've been I've been running my mouth. I'm sorry, you know, but but hopefully this works for getting the word out. And I I, I would love to hear the res- if there's any responses to you know from anyone about about our conversation. But um, well, yeah, I mean, if you want to reach out to Greg and you want to comment about this, go on our, um, my Facebook page, Pink Money. Just do search for Pink Money, and you'll find it. I'm going to our website as well um you have a contact link and i'm going to add a link you know how you so you can specifically reach out to greg as well whether you want to get financial advice and guidance for him or it's something you know else different positive hopefully you know then definitely as well so i would encourage anybody you know who feels like they've your story resonates with them and they maybe just want to say hey you're in my thoughts and prayers Definitely go to our yeah. social media sites and go to my Pink Money website, and you'll be able to hook up with Greg as well. Well, and you know, I've taken some of your time, Greg. I know you've told us a yeah. lot of personal things. I yeah. certainly have you in my thoughts and prayers, and I wish you all the best. I will be following up with you tomorrow. You know, hopefully everything goes yes. well. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, yeah. you know, whatever happens to you, you know, you're always my friend, and I respect the hell out of you. You know, not only for your yeah. service, you know, I appreciate, you know, you serving, but I also appreciate the fact that you're my friend and you're such a smart guy and anybody who works with you is really going to benefit. And I know that whatever their circumstances are, they're going to get the best advice and guidance and end up with a friend as well. Yeah. Well, Jerry, uh, you know, I, I love you to death, brother. I really do. Thank you for this opportunity. There's just with everything that's going on, it just really feels good to be able to you know, just admit and just, just talk and mm-hmm. maybe get, get some things out and not just bury them so deep because I've been burying stuff for years, you know, and, and, and the, the deeper I dig, the more stuff I find, but every now and then it's just like, all right, just take a break and just breathe. And uh, you gave me a chance to breathe today and I shared, I know I kind of dumped a, a lot of stuff, but you know what? You are a true friend. And I appreciate you, and I love you, and and um, I'll let you know how things go, 
again, yeah. if you don't hear from me, then you know what, what what's happening, and then we'll go from there. But it's not going to be lost on me talk, my friend. Never. No, definitely not. Well, again, all the best. Okay. And um, we will have uh, Greg on again, and maybe he'll share part two of his story, and you know, we'll see where that goes. And you will uh, keep tuned in to the Pink Money Podcast. So everybody have a great day.